If you are a Christian coach, speaker, or influencer, this is the right place. You are listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for women who are ready to write the book that will take their business to the next level while advancing the kingdom and transforming people in Jesus' name. What could be better? I'm Nika Maples, and this is episode 121, Create a Prayer Scaffold. Well, today's episode is the last in our series from the Nika Maples Vault. I've been playing for you all of the audio from past videos that I recorded in 2014, where I was just trying to help people get into the Bible and to create a Bible reading plan, pulling back the curtain and letting them see my daily habits and what I chose to do to strengthen myself and my personal life so that I had what it takes to show up in my professional life as I was trying to build my business as a coach, speaker, and influencer. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was just trying to do whatever I could. Today, I'm including what I do as I pray. And you'll hear me reference that I'm holding up a binder. It's just a three ring binder that's about an inch and a half thick. And I just have some computer paper, blank computer paper that I've written on. And I'm flipping through those as I tell the, the explanation of how I use this document, this little tool to help me flip through and pray. And just seeing things written down and flipping through it kind of keeps you engaged when you pray. Do you ever find yourself wandering off with your thoughts? I mean, you'll be praying for something that really matters to you in the next second. You're thinking about what you need to pick up at the grocery store that afternoon. That's all of us. Maybe you even fall asleep during your prayer. It happens to everyone. So when you have something like what I'm calling a prayer scaffold, as just a some physical thing to put in your lap, a three ring binder that you can flip through alphabetical list that instead of just looking at a list that you don't interact with, but something you can flip through and change to keep you engaged with your prayer life, someplace that you can actually write down the answers you're receiving as well, because it is pointless to pray if you think that you're not going to actually hear God's answer. So we got to believe we're going to hear God's answer, record our request so that we can see the results. And that's what I'm explaining in this last video today. So whether you choose to use the same method I do with a three ring binder, or you have some other way of staying engaged with your prayer life. So you don't wander off as human beings so often do, then I hope you do something that will bless you and create the prayer habit that will keep you coming back to the throne and presenting your requests before God. It used to be that when I would pray, I had no direction. I was aimless. I would sit down, set aside time to pray, and then pray very specifically for all of my needs. But when it came to my friends, I would say, oh, please bless so-and-so and guide so-and-so and be with so-and-so. It was general. I didn't know how, where to turn, how to focus. And over time, 
prayer would bore me or I would just completely forget to pray for people. I would tell them when I saw them, hey, I'm praying for you, and then I wouldn't. But if you've ever been that person who needed prayer and somebody said, hey, I'm praying for you, you were counting on the fact that they were doing what they said they would do. So it's really a shame if we ever tell anyone we're praying for them and then we don't. The first way that I gained some help for my prayer life that really gave me direction was to use a prayer scaffold. So my advice to you if you're looking to improve your prayer life is create a prayer scaffold. That means that when you sit down to pray, you actually have a guide. You have a map, you have a skeleton, whatever you want to call it. It's a way to begin because otherwise you're trying to create something out of nothing. And our brains are just too full of information and we're just too busy to create a prayer out of nowhere. So I think that if you have a scaffold, it helps. Here was my first way that I began praying with a scaffold. I used this binder from 1997 to 2007. Now I stopped using it at that time because I started traveling frequently and this is not practical to bring along in a suitcase or also I it started really getting cumbersome. If I had to do this again, I would probably incorporate it in some way through my phone so that it was always with me and I could take it anywhere and access it at any time. But let me show you how I used this prayer binder. What I would do is I had a tab that said daily and under the daily tab was myself because <laughs> I wanted to pray for myself every day. Of course, we all want to. And I would have several pages of my spiritual needs, my physical needs, all kinds of needs. And I would circle when one of those prayers was specifically answered, I would circle it in red and write the date. So then I had a chronicle of what I was asking and how he was answering. Uh, some prayers are ongoing and they don't have a specific date. For instance, I was praying that I would become more disciplined. Well, how do you know when, you've, when you have become more disciplined? That's something that I just wanted to pray every day from now on. And then also in my daily section, my immediate family. I pray for my immediate family every single day. I have certain prayers that they would ask me to pray or when a scripture reminded me of that person, I would write it on their page or write things that I knew that maybe that they wanted or needed but weren't saying. Here I have on my brother's prayer page, I was praying that he would find a wonderful wife. Well, this week we celebrate their 10th anniversary. They have three kids and one on the way. And it's such a wonderful thing to know that my prayers were part of that blessing in his life and in all of our lives. So after I worked through the few pages that I pray every day, then I had Monday through Saturday. I typically didn't set aside time to pray at length on Sundays because I was going to church and that took up some time and I just thought I would set aside time for personal prayer Monday through Saturday. And so what I did, I created a list of all the persons, places, things that I wanted to pray for. And then I alphabetized them and divided them out equally among the tabs in my binder. 
So on Mondays, here we have Alabama. I have some relatives in Alabama and they all received prayer on Mondays from 1997 to 2007. So what kind of category is Alabama? I don't know, it's just the one that I picked. And then I found that I could remember to pray for things that I wouldn't normally remember to pray for. For instance, I started praying for all of the marriages in which I had been a bridesmaid. I thought, if I stood at that person's wedding, then I need to stand for their marriage from now till the end of time. So I started praying for all the people when I had been a bridesmaid in their wedding and just alphabetized their names. Then I, I included pages for missionaries in different parts of the world that I was praying for. I had pages to pray for the minister at my church and for my church itself. And I had a whole page and whenever I would hear something that he was asking for in prayer, I would put it on his page and pray for him. And then also as a teacher, I had a sheet for each period of the day. So this was my second period sheet. I had a few people in the second period that were issues. And that was a good way to get prayer for all of those class periods every week. I wouldn't remember to pray for second period every single day, but I prayed for second period at least one day a week. So this was such a great way for me to keep track of things that I would not remember to pray for otherwise. And it really blesses me to look back and see how many things I circled in red along the way and really how many things I can circle in red now that were not answered by 2007, but that are answered now by 2014. When I realized that this post on prayer was going to be so long, I decided to divide it into two parts. So next week I'll be back to tell how I use other people's written prayers in my personal prayer life. It has blessed me and enriched me and caused me to grow spiritually. And I want to share that with you. I have several ways that I go about it. And one of them is right here in my kitchen. So next week, I'll talk about that. And until then, I hope that you begin thinking of ways to create structure and a scaffold for your prayer time. Well, that's it. Even though I refer to the video that's coming next week, it's a video that I never created. I promised that I was going to teach you something new about how I incorporate other people's prayers in my life. And I have no idea what I was going to say. Although I do think it's possible. I was going to mention prayer books like Stormio Mardian's prayer books. I've used those so many times for so many years. The prayer of a praying wife, the prayer of a praying parent, the prayer of praying person. I can't remember all the titles, but those books are powerful. And if you haven't ever picked up one of Stormio Mardian's prayer books, you're going to want to because uh, she has prayers written out that you can read. It'll take you three or four seconds just to read the prayer out loud. And then you just continue praying from your own heart. So it's likely that that's what I was going to mention is that I use her prayer books and others like it where I begin reading a prayer and then I freestyle my own prayer after that, just continue the thought. 
It's important to recognize that prayers can be read out loud and borrowed from others. The same way that a worship song is prepared and written, it's the prayer of worship from someone's heart, and we have no problem singing their prayer over our own lives, uh, whether it's a hymn from a hymn book or a worship song that's led from a screen, we read the words that were written by another Christian and we incorporate them into our own lives. It's really not any different from reading a pre-written prayer from somebody else and then applying it to your life in your own personal way. So that's the end of the series and that's all I got for you. But if you want to move forward, try bringing in somebody else's prayers and reading them out loud. A perfect way to do that is through my program, Truth Texts for Writers. Did you know that if you're not regularly speaking life, truth, and blessing over yourself and your writing, that you might be missing heaven's best for you? That's why I've created a helpful tool that will meet you right where you are so you can quickly and easily adopt a habit of proclaiming blessing in your life. It's called Truth Text for Writers. And when you enroll, I will send you a weekly biblically-based blessing to read out loud. If you're ready to begin, go to nikamaples.com forward slash truth text and start bringing heaven to earth in your own writing life.